Very good morning. I wish to have powers of Spider-Man now. Pew, 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 bring you all here. Guys, very good morning. How are you today? How's your morning? Lovely sunny day. I want to just share some moments with you and punish you with my English. What's so funny, yesterday evening I learned a new word. Naked. It's like exhausted. <laughs> because I was trying to communicate myself with my friend and oh, how do you feel? Oh, I'm so tired, but it's more than tired. Exhausted, but it's more. And I said, naked. Okay, it's this one. <laughs> very good morning. So good to be here. I want to start this time with you uh, with a very important question for you. What was the best movie ever you have seen? Okay, one of them. Matrix, nice one. Be careful with your age, okay? <laughs> awesome. The first one? The original. The first because the second was was okay, but not like the first one. Ben Hur, yes. Back to the future, someone? Indiana Jones? <laughs> I love these films and these movies. And and, and of course I have there is that kind of film, not, not too much, not very uh, commercial or Hollywood, alternative films, but there is one specific one that I remember that's very important for me. Tom Hanks, 1994, Forrest Gump. Who watched it? You, 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 yeah, no, no, no? It's a very nice one. I love that film for some reasons. If you let me share just one, one part of that film with you. He was running. Uh, something, I don't want to mess everything. So something happened with his life. And he was trying to understand. And his first reaction was run. So he started running and running. And he ran for the end to the street and then to the end of the neighborhood and running, running to the end of the town. And after, I don't remember, after two years, something like this, he was running. He was still running all the time. Hello, welcome, welcome. Take your seats in anywhere. And the, the key is, and that's, I was watching, and, and of course, uh, after 1994, but I was watching the film and I, I, I couldn't understand and everyone, why Forrest Gump is running? Why is he running all the time? And he became like famous in TV and everybody was talking about him. And some people started to follow him. Do you remember this part? And then, um, where this guy came from? And where he's going uh, to? What's the reason? What's his motivations? Why is he running? And after a long time, he was with the long beard and strong legs and running. And that moment, the film stops. And people was following him. They stop as well. And they say, hey, silence. He's about to say something. And he turned in the camera, come Tom Hanks with that long beard. And he said, I'm pretty tired. I think I'll go home. And he started to run to go home again. That moment, that film, 
I saw myself. I was watching, hey, this is me. I don't know why I'm running. And I feel tired. Do you know the feeling? I don't know I, why I'm running. What's my destination? I don't know. It's not clear for me. Why I keep paying bills, raising kids, doing everything that I have to do. It's just because I have to do. What's my motivations? And I feel tired, naked, exhausted. For many reasons. Tired of people, tired of my boss, tired of my career, tired of church. And one season in my life, I was very tired about God. I still love. Lord, I still love you, but I feel so tired because I don't understand why I keep running. I'm running and escaping for something. So that feeling and that film, that movie, that part, I could see myself. God spoke to me <laughs> through Tom Hanks. And I understood that some moments in our lives is okay to not be okay. It's part of that season when God wants to teach something and was the same with some disciples of Jesus. So to be a disciple or a follower of Jesus, sometimes we are disappointed and we are not okay, we are sad, we are tired or naked, and we don't understand some reasons why or whys. They are not strong enough. We still love God. We still love. We know in our brain, in our mind, that we have to do God's mission. Okay, because Jesus asked or uh, is a commandment, is, is in the Bible. We have all the brain information, but this is not in our soul, in our heart. Sometimes before I go out, sometimes before I go to the nations, go to the mission, to be part of God's vision for me or God's plan for me, I need to understand something first before everything. Why I feel empty, tired, and we know that feeling of passion, of mission in my life. Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks me, and two guys in Luke chapter 24. I want to invite you to read with me Luke chapter 24, verse 13. They were followers of Jesus, disciples. Let me open here. Uh, 13, blah, 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 19. Okay, look this. Luke chapter 24. Now, that same day, which day? That same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus. Emmaus is the right pronunciation? Yeah. About seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that ha happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. But they were kept from recognizing him. And he asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? Look, this accent, so nice, my Bible. Explain to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. Uh, I tried. <laughs> okay. They were naked, exhausted. The picture is, camera now, Jerusalem, 
normal life, paying bills, feeding animals because it was rural life, working, 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 running, running, running like Tom Hanks, okay? Normal life, the Jewish, the people in that time, but they had that expectation. Oh, the Messiah, because in the Bible we have this promise from God, the Messiah is coming some moment. Okay, so in some moment, I don't know when, my life, you find something special, some meaning, some, something different, because it's just routine. And then that young rabbi came walking near to the lake, talking with people, and he looked to this man, to this man, and he said, let's change the world. I have a mission for you. Okay, let's go. Yeah, he's here. He's, it's Jesus. It's, it's this man. And then he, they stopped to walk with Jesus three years. They saw many things, miracles. You know the Bible. Come on. He walked on the waters. Resurrections, miracles. It was so exciting to walk uh, with him. It's different. Every day something different. You know, the roller coaster, emotional roller coaster. Wow, what's the surprise from, from God for me today? This is amazing. It's a life full of passion and full of fire. And suddenly... Jesus was on the, on the cross, hanging on the cross, bleeding, being humiliated, and all the hope and dream, dreams and plans and everything was dying on the cross. Have you ever, you don't need to answer for me, answer inside of you for yourself. You gave your best for someone or for something and that thing never happened or was just disappointment. If you fall in love for someone, you give your best. You give your time, your energy, your money, your best. And now you feel tired, disappointed. Is right, disappointed? When I said, when I shared with you, I was with the same feeling about God. This was this is my uh, personal uh, experience. I gave everything from youth, seminary, four years, theology, church, and I worked with church, and being pastor in different states in my country, and I gave my best, my time, my energy, my money, my everything. The car was taxi, ambulance, was everything, going for everywhere, trying to please God, trying to receive some approval from him. I don't know. I was just running like Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump, and every day trying to do something, and then... I came from the crossroad when I saw myself tired and walking, going to emails, because, come on, this was just illusion, was not truth. This is the moment, this is the feeling, this is the picture. And we are here in the church, or church like these Christians, every Sunday, and trying to catch, trying to understand, trying to please God, try to, okay, God, I love you, but that passion, that flame, that fire that I had when we walked together, I don't have anymore. And then uh, they were walking. Jesus came. They started to talk. And Jesus was kind of a traveler, someone just walking. <coughs> and this part is so, it's so funny because... The uh, verse 16 said, 
is written here, they were kept from recognizing him. Why? <laughs> Sometimes I try to say, come on, it was different face, different hair, color. It was a different person there. Why they couldn't see something so clear? Because, you know why? Because we see with our mind, not with our eyes. I was reading a, a, research, a search from Harvard Business School, and they say that our brain, the human brain, is negative. Example, takes one second, one second, maximum one second, for our brain uh, to process, to record, to, to capture some negative experience for many years. What this means? This means this mean that you still remember that bad experience from 10 years ago. And when that experience happened, was just one second for your brain to catch. But a good experience takes around 10 or 15 minutes. That's why you don't remember very good things about your childhood or about some experience. And we have, look, I was reading, oh, come on, this is so true. We have 62% of negative words in our brain ready to be spoken against 32 positive words. If you ask something for your brother-in-law, opinion about something, you'll be negative. If you send a WhatsApp, ah, oh, what do you think about, ah, oh, I don't think you'll be, because you are negative. And sometimes we just see the things with our brain, with our emotions, not with our eyes, even when everything is obvious, uh, obvious around us. Jesus was there, they couldn't see. The Mary, the garden, she saw the gardener, she, she didn't saw Jesus. When they were in the boat, Jesus came walking in the water and they saw a ghost. They, they haven't seen Jesus. We don't see that we have a family, we have people who love us, we have everything around us, we have a God, we have beautiful gifts and skills inside of us, we have a brain, we have energy, we have ideas, we have everything. But we just see, I don't have money, I don't have uh, conditions, my boss is annoying, my career, blah, 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 and we cannot see Jesus and new opportunities. And the good part is, Jesus didn't give up. Jesus was there with them. And this is so funny and ironic, because they were talking, and Jesus asked, what are you talking about? I want to know. I want names, I want dates, when was who was, where did you lost your, or lose your hope, your dreams? Why are you not dreaming, dreaming anymore? What's the main things that you talk around your table with your family? Are you addicted in complaining? This question that Jesus uh, talk here, uh, talking with his disciples, verse 17 and the reaction was, verse 17, look the reaction. 17, blah, blah, blah. They stood still their faces downcast. They stood still their faces downcast. Okay, because when you remember that disappointment, you feel sad. 
I saw some people doing this with kids because that boy was the same face that the father mm, remember him. It was a bad experience. It was a disappointment. Disappointment with God, with church, with leaders. Because we gave some of our hearts our help. This Jesus just gave, gave us dreams, promise, and now we feel exhausted. This was my moment. This was the, the scene on that film. And this is Luke chapter 24. And then they start to talk with this man who was Jesus. How, what kind of question is this? You don't know. Where you came from? Another planet? Verse 19. One of them asked him, Are you the only visiting in Jerusalem who doesn't know, who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? God, you don't know what's wrong with my life. You don't care. It's not, I don't believe it. Everybody knows. <laughs> Because they keep talking to each other. And we keep talking and complaining about our frustrations with each other. We take medicine or, or tablets to sleep, but we don't pray. We send a WhatsApp or we call for someone to complain about something. We have fights in our family, but we don't pray. We have many escapes to feel relief. And we try, but we don't talk with Jesus. And sometimes we talk with Jesus just nice words or polite words. Uh, I love you, Lord. I lift my hands. And we love Jesus. But sometimes we are angry. Sometimes we have no hope. And sometimes we cannot understand. And Jesus is asking, what? So I want to listen. Give me names. When? How? How do you feel in that moment? And they start to talk. Blah, 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 blah. And they start to talk. It's a therapeutic process. Like when you go for a psychologist. But the diagnosis from a doctor can be wrong. Because God knows when we start to speak, we start to be healed. We start a healing process. And then you are talking, talking, talking. And the doctor say, oh, what's the situation with your father? Oh, is that, uh, what's that situation with your husband? But, 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 but he can be wrong. And the diagnosis, not Jesus. In the end of everything, of this conversation, all this poison, all these feelings, all these bitter feelings coming from their hearts, because their emotions were stuck on, stuck on Friday. The first verse when uh, we read in that same day was Sunday, the resurrection day, a new day, a new hope, a new moment, but they were still on Friday. Sometimes we were still on five years ago when we had that problem, one year ago, six months, last week. And we are feeding this kind of uh, sadness feeling and we keep feeding when we talk about this with each other. This was me. I remember when I received a, um, this kind of post 
Do you know the Evangelical Alliance? You have these organizations, Christian organizations in the UK. In my country, it's the same. And I, I was a pastor, and so they keep sending these posts with the uh, conferences and invitations for many different meetings. And I saw one of these posts, and I remember to open, and I saw a picture, uh, a photo. And that photo was a famous pastor in my country. And I feel that I was so sick that I, I feel that, okay, I need to go for the toilet to vomit. Because I know that guy. I knew it. I remember all the situations, and I feel, okay, I'm very sick. Why? I was, keep, I, I was keeping feeding that kind of disappointment after so many years, because for me, it was good. Instead, to face this with Jesus and say, look, I am not okay. I'm going to Emmaus. I'm not in Jerusalem anymore. I'm not where the flame is, where the mission is happening. I'm out. I'm coming back for my small life, for my routine, for my life before Jesus. Some of these disciples just trying to come back to to fishing. Forget about God's mission. In that moment, Jesus came. In that moment, Jesus came to walk with him. With that man, with that woman, with that family who lost his hope. And this is amazing because the religion, they don't want people like this. This is amazing because we always learned and we heard that, oh, you need to have faith, you need to be brave, you need to break through, you need to believe, but sometimes we don't believe, sometimes we don't have faith, sometimes you are weak, and we are not welcoming in some environments or <coughs> uh, religious meetings, but for Jesus, <laughs> he was not in Jerusalem, he was there walking in Emmaus with uh, sad people, difficult people, troublemakers, people who doesn't know what to do with their lives. He was there walking with them, listened to them all the time, but there's a point and then she says, okay, it's enough. It's enough. Daniel, it's enough. It's enough. Now you need to listen to me. And he started, the text said that he started to preach from Moses to the whole, the, the whole prophets, everybody, to the Bible. He preached to them all the time. And the word, they opened their hearts. The word started to come. Come on, three years walking with Jesus and they start to listen again as from the beginning. As, okay, this is new. But three years, all that experience with church, with service and everything, and now they are listening again, the word again. We need to listen. You know, our problem sometimes, we talk too much. We need to listen more. God's word. And Jesus started to preach, to preach, and to talk with them, to share the word with them. Uh, and it was amazing. But in some moment, verse 25, before Jesus started to preach, he said, Why are you so slow to believe? You are slow to believe. What Jesus was saying is there is a new day, a new season, a new moment. It's not for the church, for, for we. It's for you. 
And then for the church, for everybody, but this for you, a new season, a new moment, a new day, sunny Sunday, for your heart, for your emotions. Your emotions don't have to be stuck on Friday. You don't need to be with your uh, emotions in that moment sad of your life because there's new things coming now. And you are slow, your emotions are late, you are still five years ago, two years ago, remembering that fight, uh, you still have that email in your email box, oh, I, I need this proof to show something. Why? Why are you slow, slow, slow to believe? Do you remember that man, he was dying next to Jesus on the cross and he said, remember me. Uh, when you go into your kingdom. This word, remember. Remember. Okay, if he was dying on the cross, he was not a good guy. If you remember his past, probably he was a criminal. That's why he was dying on the cross. So no past. And future. No future. He was dying. <laughs> He had just a moment, that moment. And if we get lost in our life, it's not about the because our past was bad or difficult. It's not about our anxieties about the future. It's about that moment that we need to use that moment, the present moment, and just say, okay, it's now. And they were walking to Emmaus in that moment. Jesus stopped. They were in the house now, around the table, and he broke the bread, shared the food. In that moment, like this, they recognized him. Was you? Was you, Jesus, all the time? Walking with me, listening to my conversations, talking to me in that gray cloud and darkness day. You were with me, you were walking with me. All the time was you, Jesus. And I couldn't see. I didn't realize. I was you all the time. And I like, because they were uh, sharing the bread, it was not something sophisticated. was not, Jesus, <coughs> in, in this moment, was not a super pop, superstar Jesus, doing great miracles, and then, oh, it's him. No, it was with bread, simple, around the table. Bread. It's for any family, any table, any stomach. It's not for just special people, leaders, pastors. It's for everybody. It's bread, the bread of life. It's bread, sharing around the table. And that moment, they talk with each other a different conversations. No more about the sadness, what happened in the past. They talk with each other about a new flame, a new flavor, a new fire. A new mission again. And they talk to each other. We're not our hearts burning. I love this. We need this. 2008. I remember this moment. Uh, I received some leaders in my house, some pastors, when they left. I was alone. And I went in my room. And I start to pray, and I ask for the Lord, Lord, I need that flame. 
again. Where is it? I don't know nothing anymore about church, culture, religions. I need the flame. I need the passion. I don't need to know what I have to do. I need the flame. Only you, only your spirit can make my heart burn again. Only you can lead me, can take my hands and bring me back to Jerusalem, to the mission, to the call. I don't know how to build this. I don't know how to do this. I don't believe that, okay, Wednesday, half past seven, we have a revival meeting. I cannot book appointment with God to receive a, a revival. I just need the flame again. And I gave up. I, I, I don't want more these stones in my hands. I don't want to be defensive. I don't want passivity. I need the flame. Or I will die. I need the flame because I don't want coming back for that routine, for that life. I need the passion again. I need the God's mission in me again. I need the God's vision for my life again. I need to be healed. And that is the moment when they talk to each other and they say, wait, I was feeling something different again. I know this energy. I know this voice. I have a friend uh, in my country. He's a pastor of a big church. And for some uh, years in, in his life, he was out of the church, away from God. He was studying a, a university in the U.S., He was just going for parties, for drinks, for cocaine, for this kind of life. He was raised in the church when he was a kid. His parents belonged to the church as well. In that moment in his life was just in the party. And then he was sharing. It was so funny. And said, Danny, I was there. In the middle of the party. An old, okay? So maybe it was that. I got the power. Old days. And I was there, and then in the middle of the, the crowd, the people was there drinking. I was with my beer in my hands, and I stopped it. And I felt, oh no, not now. I'm still 20 years old. I have a lot to sing. I have a lot to do. Not now, Jesus. He felt that thing of the Holy Spirit in his mind. Oh, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling my sin. Uh, I need to repent. I need to come back for God with the beer in the hands. And all the, these guys are inviting for another party. Hey, let's go different. Wait, wait, wait. God is calling me now. I feel that flame coming back. And he went to the toilet, washed his face. I need to get out of this place. I need to get out. I need to come back for Jesus now. But I want this, but I don't want this anymore. In some moments, the flame just was uh, ignition. How you say? Ignite. Ignited in some moment. In that room, in my house in 2008, I said, God, I don't want this anymore. Talk with leaders, with pastors, with church, how to achieve the world, how to reach the world, how to uh, grow the church. I need the flame, the real stuff. I need your, your presence. Sweet, powerful, amazing presence. And I, will, I don't want to give up this. So I stay in this room until I feel your flame again because I, can, I was feeling with 100 years old with 30. 
Because I know I have a lot to do. There is something to do. I need your vision. I don't want to come back for my life. I don't want to drive my life. I don't want the wheel in my hands. I need you. In that moment, when the flame starts, they talk to each other. Oh, my heart is burning. My chest is something different than me. I don't know. Because it's inside. All the changes come from inside. Our problem is just look to, to outside. We have to do things. Okay, we need to do things. We need to clean the church. We need to, and we think we're working for God. But it's inside. It's inside. It's, everything comes from inside. God doesn't want you working, doing stuff uh, for him. He wants you. He wants your emotions, your feelings, your, you. And what's the result? They look at each other. Do you know that look? When you look for a husband, he understood everything. When you look for a wife, you were in the coffee area in the, after service at the church. You want to go home, and your husband's talking with the people, and you just... And the husband, bye guys, God bless you, God bless you. <laughs> that look, who puts you in action. <laughs> Or the old, I love this, the old style parents, old fashioned, because I'm trying to be like, <laughs> when you look for your children, stop. You don't need to speak, stop. They look at each other, okay. What? We're gonna do now with this passion, with this flame again. Let's come back. Maybe some of us, we need to come back, all the way back. Come back for, for the basis of our faith. Maybe 10 years ago, when God gave you a dream for you, when God spoke to you in some moment, maybe in the very beginning, when you felt that, okay, God is here. Why are you coming for the church? What's the, where did it start? Where was the very beginning, the pure stuff? You know, when the God's voice came to you in some moment of your life. In some moment of your life, you had that passion. Okay, God, I lost this in that corner in my life, in that moment in my life, but I want to come back, all the way back to Jerusalem. Otherwise, we are just lying for ourselves and, and wasting time. <coughs> of our lives coming for, for the church. It's nice, it's good, but it's not the real, the roots. When God spoke and chose you and called you and you were falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with the gospel. It's impossible for someone who get the flame to stay stopped in the same place. It's impossible. Don't ask for this kind of people, oh, don't preach, don't do nothing. Because the flame, the call, is bigger than everything. Don't ask for this guy, oh, your English is horrible, stop to talk. Uh, sorry, it's impossible. It's bigger than me. Because they, when they come back for, for, for Jerusalem, I like this part, this verse, I think it's 32, let me open here. I like this moment when they say, uh, 32, 19, wait. It's supposed to be easy, these things. The old side, well, just turn the page and easy. Um, well, Leviticus, <laughs> I'm joking. 32, I love this, look. Were not our hearts burning within, within us while he talked 
with us on the road. 33, they got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. No questions. No, oh, I don't have money to do this. Oh, it's too far, I don't have a car. Oh, it's raining, it's winding, it's dangerous, the road. I don't have conditions. I don't know how to preach. I don't know, nothing. Now, action, decision. The things just change in our life when you decide. I decide this is decision. It's the power of the flame of the Holy Spirit. Is that God's fire burning your soul and your heart? And then in that moment, it's impossible to keep walking this direction. It's impossible to keep talking about the same things. It's impossible to keep watching the same TV shows. It's impossible for me to keep spending hours on the internet without being productive and nothing in my life. It's impossible for me to have the same lifestyle. I need to come back. I need, and now, it has to be now, in this moment, because the passion is here, the flame is here. God is still working. God is still creative. The Holy Spirit is here with us. He can do everything. And now, today, this morning, if you just give up of your stones, of your disappointment, if you just open your heart, say, God, I need the flame. Your week, you'll be different. Yes, you have memory. Yes, you remember of the sad part of your life, disappointments. Yes, but that poison, there is no effect or power on you anymore. Uh, I received a message this week from a friend. He got divorced, was very painful. And because his wife, his wife was having an affair, and that man was a few years ago, and he said, look, Danny, that man sent me, uh, I don't know how he got my number, he keeps sending me uh, audios on WhatsApp, talking, but I don't feel anymore that poison, I don't feel anymore, I'm not offended, I'm okay, I don't mind anymore. So I remember, but there is no pain. I'm healed. Because I'm living a new moment, a new season in my life, a new love, a new passion, involved with God's kingdom again. I'm not in that road anymore, going to Emmaus and Jerusalem. And now it's impossible to say, stop it for that two guys, because they came back all the road, and now when they arrived on Jerusalem, full of God's fire, then we just have, from this moment, the book of Acts. <laughs> from this moment, Everything starts. When they thought, okay, it's just final, no more God's mission, it was just a coma, a moment in their lives. Now, I'm just sharing this here with you guys because this is, was my experience. Maybe it's yours as well. I never imagined to be here in this country talking with you about this. It was just a new moment in my life that God started from zero. If I show for you some picture where I came from, is where, where I came from, you say, wow, you came from this place. This is horrible. Now I'm here talking to you. I don't know. I have three kids. I don't know what God can do with them. And this is amazing to not know, but to feel the flame, to feel the passion, to feel the Holy Spirit. This is awesome. Is that the church needs, you need, your family needs, your kids need. Let's pray for it. Let's stand. God. You want to pray in this moment.
And Lord, we don't want to pray for someone, for some situation, for someone else. We want to pray in this moment our hearts, our emotions. It's not magic, it's the power of the Holy Spirit within, inside of our hearts. I want to pray this moment, Lord, because sometimes the life is so heavy and it's not easy to take decisions and it's not easy to keep going. And sometimes we feel naked or just running like Forrest Graham without reason, without good motivations, and we don't know why. We just feel pretty tired. But Lord, you are here this morning. And we believe in you. And we want to put in your hands now our emotions. Our past, our memories, the disappointments sometimes with church, sometimes with leaders, sometimes with relatives. Maybe with our husbands and wives. Maybe, maybe Lord, with us. When you look at the mirror... We don't like what you see. When we came for places like this, a church on this morning, and we know you, and we feel so blessed that you are here and you love us, but we don't feel the passion for the mission, Lord, we want to ask you, please, we need the flame. We need the fire. We need the mission again. We need to come back for, uh, to the beginning of everything. Our first, very first love. We need to come back, Lord. And remember why we are here. Why we have decided to follow you, Jesus. Your promises. Things that you have done in our lives. We want falling in love again for the cross. For the gospel. We need to find ourselves in our mission to understand our role. What, what do you have for us, for our families, for our kids? Lord, we put in your hands our emotions that sometimes are so brittle, fragile. And we want to ask you, Lord, please, can you give us your fire? Can you give us again? We don't need revenge. We don't need to be jealous of someone. We don't need to keep feeding these kind of negative emotions in our brain, in our hearts. We need your fire. We need your sweet, powerful presence. We need the Holy Spirit walking with us healing our hearts, healing our emotions. We need that same attitude that men uh, when they walk back to Jerusalem. We need this, Lord, and only you has power to give for us. So in Jesus' name, this morning we are here and we ask you and we pray for you, Lord. Please, in Jesus' name, put some fire in our everyday life. Otherwise, we will just see the routine and bills to pay. Put some fire in our families, 
in our kitchen, in your lounge, in your rooms, in your everyday conversation with your kids. Put some different uh, fire in our look, the way that we look for each other. Our conversations around the table. Lord, we need a different lifestyle. We don't want to keep walking to emails. We need a different passion. We need a different, something different from you, Lord. We want to be part of our mission. And we pray in this moment, in Jesus' name, and we thank you that you never gave up on us. We thank you because you keep loving us. You didn't put a label in our uh, life saying that we uh, don't deserve it, <coughs> but you keep loving us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. This is the beginning of the first part of our conversation. And I know some things are not easy, but it's the beginning. And we'll keep talking about this on the next two uh, meetings, two Sundays. The next Sunday, I want to share about the specific lady who had five great disappointments in her life. And in the end, he was full of God's fire, God's, God's flame, and became a great missionary. And I want to share with you. And I hope that God talk to you, speak to you, and keep hitting your emotions. Uh, I think these three days will be very good to face some situations. Okay? God bless you. You can give like five hugs on someone. And let's have a coffee and have our time together. Amen? And we'll be here to pray, to talk. Feel free.